I'm in a Mexican supermarket and I think I've died and gone to heaven. Welcome to Set Meals, a weekly food show about the moments that surround mealtimes. I'm Samuel Ashton. And I'm Taylor Fawcett. If you're new to Set Meals, a food show created to satisfy our urge for Neapolitan-style pizza, Vietnamese coffee and tacos, here we are in all our buttery glory. If you're not new around here, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for showing your support. Lucas Oakley rated us five stars on Apple Podcasts and notes best Instagram stories in the podcast game. Big time, Lucas. That's the kind of posy feedback we absolutely love to see. Whilst Frank's Beauty Rating also rated us five stars on Apple Podcasts and says, the funniest pair in food chat. This podcast is a celebration of everyone's food favourites and also the best place to hear about the spots you think of. Oh, you never think of. Sorry, Franks. Our people, bloody lovely bastards, a lot of them. So self-indulgent five-star ratings aside, we're back again for 30 minutes of unadulterated food chat. And this week... I'm very literally back. He's back from the dizzy heights of Los Angeles, California. California, yay! La la land! Stop this. Yeah, I'm back and I'm ready to divulge. Ready to recount my absolute fucking fantastic two weeks in California now that I'm back in a totally bloody miserable London, England. Last week, I held it down and scraped around Dropbox for some poorly folderized WAV files piecing together a very last minute, indeed, best of set meals so far. Apple, apple, pear, pine tree, pine tree sleeves and apple, pear. Mm-hmm. That's good. Hey, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. You were a nightmare. Friend of the podcast, Giles Smith, told you off for not calling it a clip show. And I gave you a taster of my LA adventure with my first in and out experience. And he said, would you like it? in an open box to eat it in the car and I thought (laughs) yes yes I do truly groundbreaking stuff so sit back relax turn us up in your ear holes and enjoy Set Meals Season 3 Episode 10 beautiful beautiful hi Taylor hello he's back in the country baby he's back in the country feel like you've been gone ages yeah. Kind of started to miss you, actually, genuinely. Oh, Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So I I'll be honest. A little bit. You didn't. No, I was in LA. <laughs> Your first time in LA, famously. Mate, it really was. As a man who's quite well-traveled, you haven't really spent that much time in the States. No, I've only been twice before. And once was when I was like a sort of young teenager. Mm. So I sort of discount that one because I don't really... Yeah, it's not real, is it? I don't really it? remember anything that happened to me before I was about 15. Mm, yeah. Is that bad? Uh, not really. Do I have a I, problem? I, I kind of feel like nothing, mu- not much does happen. All the exciting stuff when you're teens happens around that age. Everything before then is just, it's just shit, isn't it? Mm. Like I think between about nine and about 13, mm-hmm. just total darkness. Blue. Just a yeah. blur. Not even a blur, just dark. Uh, how was LA? LA was absolutely fantastic. Had a great time. So we were there shooting. Mm-hmm. We had eight days there and it was pretty hectic. So the the list of food spots did not get particularly ticked off. I'd say Botanica in Silver Lake isn't that far from Night and Market. I don't know what the Night and Market menu is like. Um, I think it might be quite meat heavy. Fucking spicy as hell as well. Um, failing that, um, Bavel. Pretty sure it's called Bavel. Let me double check that. We went. It was amazing. Downtown LA. I'll send you a link now. But Botanica is really, really good. But as in general, as a city, I loved it. Mm. Absolutely loved it. I feel like I was shoving food spots down your throat and you were like, Sam, 
You were just batting them away. You're like, I haven't got time. Yeah, that is true. But that said, even though I didn't actually get to go and hit all the specific spots mm-hmm. that were on my list and on the list that you gave me, just generally eating there, very good. The general day-to-day, better. It's just quite fun. It's just, it's just, it's so different in how everything is approached. Like the drive-through culture, obviously, just the grab-and-go nature of that's what, like, that's what got me. tacos and burgers and everything is just like it's just exciting. And I think as a Brit, whenever, whenever I go to the states, I just get like an excitable little puppy. It's the fact that you can phone ahead somewhere and list off. So obviously, we were a fairly big crew. There, we were doing like nine, ten of us, mm-hmm. and phone ahead. Order over the phone, a quite complicated order because we had like a couple of veggies and a couple of gluten free people and people. That but also in LA, fucking they lap that shit. <coughs> they love it. Mate, they, they, like just reading my order off, didn't even didn't have to repeat a single thing. No. And then at the end they go, so you want and they list off the whole thing and they've absolutely nailed it. And then you turn up ten minutes later, it's there in a bag, ready to go. It's, Imagine doing that here. They wouldn't have a fucking clue. It's weird, right? I think it's underrated. We've we've talked previously about how service culture in Japan was very kind of like it was very high. It's very high, obviously. They take a lot of pride in it. I think it's underrated how much pride Americans take in service culture. They're obviously very good at it, but they take pr- this weird pride in Americans where they almost like flip a switch and they're in like complete work mode, and then they just like they clock out of work and they're just back to normal people. Mm. They're so good at that. Like you were sending me voice notes from in and out from last week's episode. And the dude who was like taking your order, I was like, you're just a fucking normal it's guy. It's like he stepped out on stage. That's what I mean. That's exactly, yeah. exactly that. Yeah. All right. It's going to be 1433. You're like, you're in and out man now for eight hours. That's who you are. And you're going to own it. And you're going to be really good at it rather than here where people are like, oh, this is just a bit fucking shit and a bit embarrassing. I don't want to be here. What I like about it is that, obviously, famously, Americans have, like, relatively low wages but high tips. Mm-hmm. And that, so they work for their tips. But I never feel like they're working for the, for a tip. No. Like, that's the skill of it, is that they're so nice and friendly and so good at what they do mm-hmm. in the service industry that you feel compelled to tip them. But you don't ever feel like they're trying to get a tip out of you, which sometimes I feel like in this country you can... You yeah, that's that. why tipping culture here is completely unjustified because mm. <laughs> nobody deserves it. Well, yeah. very rarely do people deserve it. And even when you come away from a meal and you, you had good service, you're, you're almost so astonished by the good service that it completely, like, it completely sort of like um, overshadows the actual tipping anyway. It's weird. We landed and it was uh, it was actually a very foggy day. It was actually the day that Kobe Bryant died. It was our first day we were there. Oh, shit. So that was a bit of a bizarre experience because... We were trying to we were trying to think of somebody to compare it to here, but I don't think that I don't think the UK has the same sort of culture and love for like people from their city. No, I no, I like, agree with that. I, Sports aren't a city centric here because every no. football, everyone's from everywhere. Yeah, and also just you know if if like I don't know Noel Gallagher died, I'm sure Manchester would be gutted, but like not in the same way as no it's a different it, it, it's it, a different it, thing it was it was crazy like yeah, every bet. single bus every billboard everything had a really like a tribute to him and his daughter on yeah it was mad and so that was a it was an interesting experience to be there for that and the reason it's relevant is because we had this first like really foggy day and it was quite quite unusual for that time of year apparently mm-hmm. and then the rest of the week was like beautiful sunny weather cruising around mm. but the thing with LA is like I loved it because even though you're in the car for an hour every time you want to go anywhere, there's loads to look at yeah. and it's super interesting. Yeah. Um, what were you eating then? Well, mostly when we were shooting, we we were on we were on such a tight schedule and a fairly restricted budget, so we cooked a lot. Actually, mm-hmm. I, t- I did. 
myself and friend of the pod, Tom, kind of took the reins in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we all we all jumped in now and again. Had a very very good veggie curry that our friend Marty made. Mm. It's delicious. Mm. Uh, so we cooked a lot for dinners, but lunches generally we were doing a sort of grab and go salad situation. Nice. So we our, our staples were veggie grill, yeah, which is that chain. And again, a, Tom, a fr- friend of the pod, a Tom Welsh favorite. Oh yeah, he it was his it was one of his. We each had like a couple of personal requests that we could try and fit into the schedule, mm-hmm. and veggie grill was one of his. Um, great. I mean, yeah, class. Why that's not here yet, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But also, I get the impression that. If you did do it here, it would feel dirtier. I've never been to Veggie Grill. It's it's weird. It's like it's just it's a lot of salads, and they do like um, Beyond Meat Burger, and right, they okay. do lots of big sort of veggie and vegan mm-hmm. staples. But they do, and so for example, I was having the buffalo chicken wing salad, mm-hmm. but it's chick, chicken, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> which by its nature is a little bit dirty because yeah, it's like yeah, breaded, yeah. but it doesn't feel it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I love that. Do you I know what? That. Maybe it's because you're in LA and you feel like you're healthy because it's sunny. As soon as it sends out, you don't care anyway. You feel great anyway. Exactly. So that was pretty good. And then we were, we went to a place called Mendocino Farms, which is right. like a sandwich shop chain. Right. Again, just salads. And pretty healthy vibe then, oh, generally. Really healthy. We had Sweet Green one day, which I was really pumped about mm-hmm. because you've spoken to mm-hmm. me a lot about Sweet Green. I've seen a lot about it on Twitter and I've always thought it was, well... Obviously, Hype. the branding's really good. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. seems like a really it's like good the, It's like the millennial sam- salad place. Yeah, even though it's basically like Subway, but for salads. Yeah. Just like nicely branded. Yeah. Um, and I was really surprised because none of the Americans that we were there with have heard of it. Really? Yeah. Three, really? Pe- three people from LA that were on our crew hadn't even heard of That's it. Like, so when I said, weird. oh, we're getting sweet green for lunch, what's your order? They were like, oh, what's sweet green? What? Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. They're like one of the fastest growing, like fast casual salad, whatever places. Yeah, States. it's mad. Nuts. But that was that was probably my favourite lunch spot. Yeah, Sweet Green's lit. Because it was very... We went. We actually went and ate in there, and it's like big windows all around the They're all super like the nicely, building. like, it's nicely done. Yeah, really and the, bright. the portions are fucking massive. Yeah, well, that's the thing as well, is you pay, like, I don't know, $12, which is about £8, mm-hmm. and you get this huge salad, and it sort of got me thinking, like, the lunch culture here, like, you can easily spend eight quid in prep. I've literally spent £7.50 in Pret this morning on a coffee, some fruit and a pastry. And, you, and, and like, I don't, I, I don't think a Pret sandwich is particularly unhealthy. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. But compare that to like this oh, yeah, really it's, it's fresh non-comparable. ingredient salad it's non-comparable. over there. I've really got into my salad. It's, you came back from LA this time last year and you you'd invigorated your salad. Big time. Salad game was very strong. Yeah, yeah. and I, I can understand why. Yeah, definitely. If I hadn't been basically falling asleep every four minutes since I got back, yeah, then I would have been <laughs> making salads too. Yeah. But I'm going to save that till next week, and I'm I'm basically starting my life again nice. next week. The post LA rebirth. The other big LA discovery that um, I suppose you could relate to food is um, this, which is a song by a man called Jimmy Buffett. And it's, I'm going to play it until what it gets... What is happening? It. Right, yeah. so this song... Well, Jimmy Buffett is like an American sort of country pop icon. Mm-hmm. Right, He's worth like $40 billion or right, something. Right. He owns the chain Margaritaville. Okay, yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah, right? And he his songs are absolutely insane, and we got really into them. And this particular one, uh, the title of it is Cheeseburger in Paradise. No, good. Listen. Right, and it's about he went on a on a sailing expedition for like three months or something, and apparently he went a bit crazy. And uh, he, when he landed on an island, he'd been dreaming about eating a cheeseburger. 
Oh, what the And fuck? he landed on this island and somebody made him a cheeseburger and he said it was the best thing he'd ever eaten so oh, he wrote a song about it. that's amazing. That is amazing. I never even heard of that guy. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett. He's the new soundtrack to my life. Like, genuinely... It started off kind of ironic. And now it's and And then, fully... it, then it became a bit of a joke with the crew, like all the Americans thinking we were pretty weird because we love Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> and now, like, I listened to it last night for pleasure. So... For pleasure. That's, uh, the, that's one side of America that I brought home with me. What were you... Um, eating on the flights there and back. Mm. A quick, a quick pricey of the flight food. We had an absolutely terrible breakfast in uh, Heathrow Airport. Right. Um, you know, I think I maybe messaged you about it or maybe tweeted about it. Why do people keep? Why do sort of pretend pubs in airports yeah. keep calling their breakfast the full Monty? Yeah, it's weird. It's very nineties that because. To me, the full Monty's just a load of naked blokes. Yeah. Sausages, though. Um, yeah. So, Did you have a full Monty, though? Oh, you went out the night before. We went out the night before. Yeah, of course, right. To it be makes, honest, we'd, we'd only slept for about two hours. Yeah, makes sense. Went to the airport, and then had we got there really early, had this breakfast, which was absolutely terrible. We Tom and I had the veggie breakfast, and they'd put like this sort of grainy quinoa thing on it. It sounds do you know, shit. Do you know somebody that just has absolutely no idea? And also, there's like a 17-year-old lad who's on his work experience making that for you. Yeah. Touching it, he hasn't washed his hands. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It was... It was disgusting. It, honestly, it was shit. Uh, but we had two pints with it, and it, oh, got, us, fuck it got us going a little bit. Yeah, all right, fine. So then we got on the plane, <laughs> and uh, six hours later, they stopped serving us because we had too much wine. Jesus Christ. Uh Absolute lads on tour. And I don't I can't remember what we ate on the way out there. Fucking hell. And then on the way back, we had just in the airport eaten dinner and watched the Super Bowl. Oh my god. Lit. you I feel like you've had a very American America oh, trip. It was so American. I know that one of them was Kobe Bryant passing away, but I feel like that was like such a Yeah, we talk um, about a cultural experience. Yeah, I know, hundred percent. It's very 100%. sad, but it was a very interesting time to be yeah, there. Definitely. And uh yeah, and then on the way back, we watched the Super Bowl in the airport, so I wasn't that hungry, and then I basically just fell asleep the whole way through. We had a pretty terrible pasta. Oh. It was a shame, really, because normally I can get quite excited about the plain food, but yeah. it was it was not a particular stalwart of the trip. Yeah, well. <laughs> <sighs> I've been in miserable London. Yeah. What have you... Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, what, what it's been, been grey and You've moved house! Wet. I have moved house, correct. Um, new kitchen, which is within my living room now, which is all very exciting. Um, did something for in-house, which is a new like sort of app that um, basically gathers all really nice restaurants and helps you get spaces in them. Mm. It's like a paid membership thing, but mm. my lovely friend Sophie Orbum from um, El Pastor hooked me up oh, with a freebie. The um, it's really cool. You like you um, basically like message them within the app and. Because they, they have like places like Brat and fucking Jim Carner and all these places that um, I think Jim Carner's on there. Maybe Jim Carner isn't on there. Maybe that's just because I was trying to book it yesterday. Because uh, they're rebuilding, aren't they? They are. They they announced their um, new reservations. Was there a fire? Yeah, there's yeah. a fire in the kitchen thing. Uh, but yeah, that you go in app and they have all these restaurants that you can't really get a tea table very easily in. And then you like select the time you like, and then you get like put through to like a digital assistant, and then they put you through to someone to talk to about the booking, and then they book the booking for you. It's pretty fucking lit. Do you think the restaurants have a couple of tables? Well, set this is what I thought. I wondered if they like block them out and they pay like a premium for those tables and they block them out in hopes that everyone's gonna kind of they're mm. gonna get filled and they can like. Mm. But I don't know. It's an interesting concept. Mm. They get the people were very very lovely. I had a coffee with a guy called Benji, who's the guy who started it. 
um, from New York, an American, who, people you like. He wasn't actually American. He was born over here. He had a very British accent and he was American, but it, was very, it threw me a little bit. Um, shot their party and it was fucking enjoyable. It was mm. very enjoyable. Drank a couple of Negronis. Very nice. That's all I've done, mate, to be honest. Oh, that's nice, though. i tell you what was dead. I got to the party and dropped my flash mm. on the floor. Uh, I don't know if I dropped, dropped it or bumped it or something. Didn't turn on. Had to run to Camera Works, get a new flash just before nice. shoot. Where was the party? Quo uh, Vadis? Quo Vadis? Never know how to pronounce it. What's that? Quo Vadis in uh, Dean Street, I think. Oh, okay. Near where that World War II bomb was, probably. Uh, last bit of news in this sort of like Lucy news section. Yeah, so to go back, come back from the dizzy heights of LA, yeah. the dizzy heights of premium restaurant booking apps. Yeah. Um, KFC and Pizza Hut have joined forces. <laughs> I. What is this? Why? What is it? We like shit food, but this is peak shit food and it is not enjoyable. It's, it's so dutty. It's so dutty that I, I don't even know if I. I feel like we should try it. Yeah, we're going to try it. But Look, I don't. Maybe we should try it tonight. Want. It could, maybe. We could try it tonight. We could try it tonight. It's dirty. So fun. I love it. Right, so to inform the listeners right, yeah, who don't sorry. know, yeah. the, the pizza is a hybrid popcorn chicken and uh, KFC gravy pizza, basically. Do you cool. get it from KFC or from Pizza No, I think you get it from Pizza I can't imagine KFC have the um Well, that's what I was thinking is the, to make the, Yeah, the logistical, it's a nightmare. They can't even get their own chicken right. But alone. what I thought was, are Pizza Hut and Deliveroo? Mm, or Uber? No, I think Pizza Hut is... Uh, uh, maybe it's his own thing. Yeah, well, you can do it on the Pizza Hut app and stuff. Who's downloading the fucking Pizza Hut app? I've got it on my phone, haven't I? <laughs> oh, dead. I've got the Burger King app now. I get notifications every single day. Did you get your fancy new iPhone? Yeah. Uh, for those of you that do follow our, our sometimes content, mm-hmm. uh, you'll notice that the uh, the quality of anything that's done on the fly will be vastly improved because Sam has upgraded to an iPhone <laughs> from, from an his Android. terrible Android. Yeah, I'm off those ba- that bad font book that mm. the Android has on Instagram, which is really weird. So, yeah, KFC Pizza Hut. I don't really know where the collaboration came from. In my head, it's weird that those two businesses have joined forces because it just doesn't seem like a fit. I think it is. How we we how do we keep a momentum going after the inevitable terrible veganuary item that we're going to put on the, our menu? The fucking the article I was reading was like, I'm sure the language was something like, start your February right. Oh, KFC and Pizza Hut's popcorn chicken pizza has arrived to brighten up your February and break your healthy January New Year resolutions. Colonel Sanders style. Brighten up your February. You fucking insane. It's going to make you feel absolutely dreadful. The food gods have answered our prayers. It looks fucking disgusting. And they've even put the KFC gravy in a little sort of glass ramekin next to the pizza. That is in styling. Whoever styled that, shame I've on you. Shame on you. Uh, we will be trying it and if anyone else has tried it please get in touch we've had a few tweets about it actually telling us to go out and do it well we should do it we should do we what should. the people want we should do it and we should record it all and put it out on Instagram live why not and you can now we fucking can I fucking can on this can bad boy um, alright let's hit a break and we'll come back for a very interesting restaurant section Restaurant section is different this week because I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, <It's laughs> so a, you are very much taking the lead. It's the on double this one. solo restaurant section, big time. Uh, my first taco truck experience. Uh, 
tres votos. How excited were you for a taco truck? Absolutely pumped. Yeah. And the thing is, is we land at the airport and before we'd driven five minutes, I'd seen like four of them. And I I, I didn't know how many to expect. Do you know that um, that video on Twitter where the dog is in the pen and his owners are like across the room and he's like dancing and his yes. legs are like, are you like that? Literally exactly like that yeah. out of the car. Uh, and obviously I've seen... All the Netflix stocks about LA mm-hmm. food scene. You've spoken about it. I've read every Eater article there is going. Yeah. I was pumped <laughs> for the taco truck. However, the logistics of getting at minimum five, maximum 11 people to go to right. taco trucks when you're shooting and stuff is quite difficult. Yeah, admin heavy taco. Yeah. So I was just biding my time, waiting for the right opportunity to go to a taco truck. Mm-hmm. About halfway through the week, we went to uh, top up some of our supplies at a Mexican supermarket called Baja Ranch in Pasadena. Oh, sign it the fuck off. Do you it know what I mean? Oh, it, fucking come American on, man. American supermarkets are good at the Do best Do you know what, right? If someone opened a Mexican supermarket here, a trendy one, I'd be fucking all over that But the shit. best thing about this one is it wasn't trendy. It was, it was not trendy in the slightest. But if you brought that to fucking Dalston Kings and Road, that would be trendy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was already a Big moment for mm-hmm. me walking around the Mexican supermarket. Mm-hmm. They had all like even just like the types of cheese they were selling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely great. Class. I'm in a Mexican supermarket and I think I've died and gone to heaven. And also, I've never seen so many. Bearing in mind that in London, you have to go, you have to go to like eight different like trendy grocery stores before you can find some corn tortillas. Yeah, 100%. And they're always a bit shit. Yeah. I've never seen so many tortillas in my life. Mate, it's outrageous. I, the, the Mexican food in the States is fucking outrageous. Yeah. yeah. So good. So that was already a highlight. And then we sort of hadn't even really noticed it as we went in. As we came out, Tom was like, oh, look, little taco truck down there. Thought, oh, wee, we're it was in. about five minutes around the corner from our house. It was looking pretty promising for a little dinner one night. Mm-hmm. So I went and took a picture of the menu. Really good veggie options. So that was a big tick. Mm-hmm. The menu at Tacos 210 because mm. it was just off the 210 highway nice. freeway I did learn the difference between a highway and a freeway what is it? I think a highway is more like an A road and a freeway like a fucking 12 it's like lane it's like a motorway or the other way around they are insane by the way yeah. the uh, tacos 210 veggie tacos uh, Baja style Brussels sprouts with cabbage slaw chopped top with chipotle lime sauce good mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts by the way gonna be the next big thing here Brussels sprouts have had a moment they've had a moment yeah but I reckon it's coming back alright fine like in a big way, Brussels sprouts never really synonymous with hot with hot weather either, which is interesting to me. But mm. go on. But everywhere in LA at the moment, Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Uh, this is an absolute classic of like someone sending us an Instagram DM, being like, "Brussels sprouts have already done." Yeah. By the way, they, I don't even think they call them Brussels sprouts anymore in supermarkets. I think they call them um, so, something. Spr- they don't call them Brussels sprouts anymore. Brexit. Fucking Brexit. Mushroom kale, potato and tomato topped with cotilla cheese. And then chayote, squash, peppers, onion, tomatoes, corn, spinach topped with cotilla cheese. Mm. And then there was an asada or steak, pat el pastor, al pastor, sorry, uh, which is obviously marinated pork, chicharron, which is like pork skin, chorizo, uh, buche, which is pork stomach, cabeza, cattle head, mm. pollo, chicken, pescado, fish. 
So there was a big selection, Delicious. and then there was a good little sides menu of tacos, quesadillas, queso tacos, burritos, tortas, rice beans, and extra cheese. So already looking pretty promising, mm-hmm. and like every taco was two dollars. Yeah, I mean, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, oh God. So we scoped it out, and we thought, well, just Tom and I were like, let's just let it sit, see what happens during mm-hmm. the week. So on our last day, we shot, finished shooting in Long Beach, which is about an hour's drive from where we were staying. And we had to be back in town to go to some drinks that uh, Marty had organised at the Ace Hotel. So we had a bit of a get back, yeah. turn around quickly, go out again. So we thought, what should we do? Let's get some tacos on the way back. And there I am, like, is driving this car, excite- like an excitable little child. We're going to get to go to the taco truck. <laughs> so we pull into the Mexican supermarket car park. We jump out. It's quite a big queue. So you know it's going to be good. good sign. And we queued up. Some people went into the toilet. I, t- I had the order ready. And this is where my favorite part happened, which is the taco truck lean. So I don't know if you've uh, ever seen this. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. the way that in a food truck, proper food truck, because the window is at your yeah, height yeah, yeah. where you're standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have to lean down. Yeah, nice. And so they, I'll do it. So they lean like this and they have a pad in their hand like this. Uh-huh. And they take their order. Uh-huh. And there's something about it just really gets me going. Really? Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a... I like, like I've seen that in so many documentaries yeah, yeah, yeah. where they're like leaning down with their pad and they're yeah. like, right, what do you want? And they're like, have this and this and this. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you want, oh, you I want love cheese? How, you want like, cheese? You want beans? You want... It's sick. It is sick. It was really good. Talk to me about how big the condiment section was on that van. Oh, so That's the best thing. The best So bit. like four massive mason jars. Mm-hmm. Uh, one which had like um, pink pickled onions with uh, like pickled cucumber yeah. and just like general pickled stuff in. Mm-hmm. Then a big coriander one, mm-hmm. big white onion one and... Oh, limes. Nice. And then a radish one with like five different bottles of different salsa. That's the best bit about those things, man. Yeah. Oh, it was so good watching people like pickle their stuff. So I ordered. Mm -hmm. And bear in mind, the guy before me and after me both ordered in Spanish. So I was like, this place is Yeah. Can I get uh, three fish, uh, a pastor and a Brussels sprout, please? Uh, the Brussels sprouts, where do you want? The tortillas are corn, right? Fine for gluten-free. The what? The tortillas are corn, right? Yeah, they're fine for gluten-free. Yeah, the tortillas are corn, right? We waited a few minutes, like, pretty quick, chilling. Like, Germany just so happy. Hanging out, man. Just stood there. Hanging out. And just over to the left of me, parked behind the tucker truck, was a lady. She was probably about, I don't know, 30? And she had a little baby, maybe like two or three years old, sat in the front seat of the car. Mm-hmm. And she was stood with her like spread of mm-hmm. like a few different tacos, some beans on the front of her, on the bonnet of her car. Sign it off. On the phone, just eating her tacos. Oh, that's the every, life I want to live. Every few mouthfuls, she'd just lean into her car and just feed the baby oh. some taco. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> so good, oh my it? God, it's this so is good. so good. Yeah, I know. London is shit. Oh. It really is shit. So, and again, warm weather, so we're all outside, like just in a t-shirt. And like, like, and Tay, Tay, end of January. Uh, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it had been 27 degrees that day. Fuck's and the sake. best thing was, is that because, so we were in, um, this was in Altadena, which is just north of Pasadena. It's, yeah. it's like a suburb. Yeah. It's like going to a little food truck in like, I don't know, Epping. somewhere further than Walthamstow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone there, other than like maybe two people and us were speaking Spanish mm-hmm. or ordered in Spanish. So I think everyone was a bit confused as to why... We were there, yeah. this big group of yeah, yeah, English yeah. tourists. Was the Mexican supermarket a bit sketchy? Like, not sketchy, but just like a bit, like, just very normal. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, it was definitely like there were multiple other supermarkets around. So it, f- it felt like 
a place that people who were either from Mexico mm-hmm. or running Mexican restaurants or whatever yeah, would go yeah. and get their produce. Mm-hmm. So they were all a bit perplexed as why we were there, which was funny anyway. Of course. Uh, yeah, maybe waited like 10 minutes, just kind of people watching, observing the scene, just like soaking it all in. And then food came, we got it to go, went back to the house and genuinely best tacos I've ever eaten. Uh, and you know when it's like, I'm not, I'm sure some of that is informed by the experience. Of course, thing, but that's what it's but all about. Even though, right? just buying into that taco out of a terrible takeaway box. Yeah. Like, it feels different than when you bite into delicious. tacos here. You go to like Dell 74 here, which is the nearest thing to a sort of like street taco, I mm-hmm, think, mm-hmm. other than La Chaganda or whatever which it's is, called on Surrey Keys, which is meant to be next there. Next on the list, yeah. Um, you you don't really get that same experience here, only because it's just like, it just doesn't exist here. No. It does not exist. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous, I'm jealous, I'm jealous. I should just, I should probably say what I had. I had uh, a fish, uh-huh. uh, an al pastor, mm-hmm. because I was trying to be pretty veggie when I was over there, but yeah. I thought, got to have an place. al pastor taco. Yeah. Uh, and then the, one of the Brussels sprouts ones. Nice. Brussels sprouts were like deep fried. <sighs> they were, it was really, really? Yeah. Interesting. Fish tacos were like the fish just fell apart in your mm-hmm. mouth. They were so, I mean, battered or no, not bad. No, no, no. no. Nice. Just Mate, like white amazing. Baja fish. Yeah. Amazing. Honestly, like one of my favorite restaurant sections today, of course, other than the fact that you weren't there. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate I thought that. of you the whole time there. Bro. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, we're going to try and get some visual content off Marty. Yes. He has the stills. He has on the his fancy new camera. So yeah. I will get those. Nice. They will you will edit Instagram. them. Lovely. They They'll will be on later go today. Go on Instagram. <sighs> As will as will this episode? Yes, because let's be honest, it's Thursday morning. It's now. Thursday morning, and it is a this late episode. Going to go out in about two hours, hopefully. Yeah, I'm glad you're back. Thank you for listening to Set Meals. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. Back to usual business next week. Um, oh wait, sorry, I was supposed to do the. T- I was supposed to do the st- at Set Meals podcast. Back to usual business next week uh, because these last two <laughs> weeks have been a bit mishmash because I've been aware you've been busy moving house with it. Yeah. But next week we will be back, back on it on our as normal, very well pre-produced, produced and post-produced show. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. We're going south for next week's restaurant oh! section. We're doing it. Where are we going? I don't know. I have no oh. idea. I have no idea when, and we'll probably get to fucking Tuesday, and we won't be able to do it because we'll be busy. But we're no, going to try and do south. it. We're going south. We're going south. <sighs> we could go to La Chingada. We could go to La Chingada. Because I'm fresh off my taco. Um, oh, we could go. We should do that. Maybe we should do that. All right, we'll work that out next week. But maybe we should maybe we should do that and a different restaurant, because otherwise it's going to be two taco restaurant sections in a row. Oh, yeah. But we will gonna, work that out frankly, as long Sam, as... Yeah. If we're going to go south, mm-hmm. I'd like to just do it once and do as many places as we can. Amen to that. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Uh, subscribe, tell your pals, etc., etc. Bye! Love you, bye! This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favourite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. Abuse of Power is a new podcast that examines the ways the United States legal system has been used to take advantage of the very people that it's supposed to protect. I've been incarcerated in 31 years for a homicide and robbery I did not commit. He said, I know that you're lying and you just need to confess. I wondered how the hell did I get in this situation? The state does not want to admit that they executed an innocent man. Subscribe to Abuse of Power on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. 
Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.